For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Did you watch college football over the weekend? Um, and did you think that the college football playoff is good? And I saw somebody post on the message board, the college football playoff committee did their job. Both uh, games were close. Yes, they did their job, okay? Because ultimately, that's what it's all about. It's a TV show. So did they do their job? Yes. But does it make me a little bit sick? Yeah, it does. Because there's no way in the world, as John Adams said earlier, that you don't think that Georgia is one of the four best teams and they weren't playing. So it felt hollow to me. The games were close. The games were exciting. I'm all good for that. But is what we got over the weekend good for sports? You have Washington in um, instead of Texas. You don't have an SEC team. Get your thoughts on that brought to you by our State Farm agent, Don Self. Customer service still matters. Well over 40 years, they built their business and reputation on taking care of their customers. They are your fantastic State Farm agent in the greater Chattanooga area. Call 423-396-2126. That's 423-396-2126 or go to donself.net. It's right below donself.net. Customer service still matters. Everyone wants to save money, put that claim in. Uh, the claim better be taken care of. It will with Don Self over 40 years in the Chattanooga area. So uh, I just didn't, it didn't feel right, Georgia not being in that mix. As a matter of fact, there was one point where I was considering uh, after the Tennessee game going to watch a uh, the, the playoffs with a friend. I ended up not going. And I was like, he's a Georgia fan. It'll be fun to watch no matter what happens. Because like in my mind, I was thinking Georgia is definitely in the playoffs. But they're not. And... Florida State can gripe all they want. Maybe with the opt-outs, it would have been different. But they got blown out. And by, by blown out, guys, if you didn't watch that game, and I usually flip it away from a blowout game, I watched a lot of it. Georgia could have beaten them 100-3. to And that is not an exaggeration. They took their foot off the pedal early, early, early. And um, I, I, I just look at this college football playoff of four teams – if this were going to be the way things were going to shake out the next 10, 15, 20 years, I wouldn't be that excited about it. Not a 14 playoff. I'd be excited about an eight. I will. I am excited about a 12. But no, I did not think the way things played out were, were good for college football. Not, not whatsoever. Did you? Yeah, I kind of disagree with you in this way. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you exactly why. Um, but I will really, first say. It, surprise, it surprises me already that you. Kind of like it, but go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I I'm not saying I don't know how I, you know how I feel about the 12 team playoff, and I've I've given my thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's so we both agree. The re guys, the whether or not Georgia should have been in is one thing, but Dave, can we both agree that? Thank God the committee did not put Florida State in. Can you imagine what Michigan would have done to Florida State in the Rose Bowl? What type of game that would have been? Okay, I agree with you, but I'm gonna say, oh, they had opt outs and now yeah, their quarterback hurt. 
I, you know, I think Michigan would have blown out a healthy Florida State with Jordan Travis. I think they still win that game right. by forty. Um, okay, but let me but, say this: they're still undefeated in a Power Five conference. They deserve it. You know that I agree with everything you're saying. <laughs> Power Five. That's what I think of the ACC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest. Um, it's tough to make a case to say Florida State. I don't care if they had 38 opt-outs. It's tough to make a case that Florida State's one of the top four best teams when they could have gotten beaten easily. I said 100, but easily, if you watch the last half of the game, 80. Yeah, if you three. lose 31 to 3, maybe we're having a conversation here. But you lost 63 to 3 and it should have been 100 to 3. You're right. So Okay, so the reason I think yesterday actually worked out well, and I think the committee is thrilled. First of all, can we talk about just tradition? They want to do two things. They want to make the playoff fun, but they want to still capture the essence and tradition of college football. Dave, how epic was yesterday? The playoff were both New Year's Day games, which it should always be because New Year make New Year's Day bowls matter again. They were two of probably the two most elite bowls in college football, the Rose and the Sugar, and both games were thrilling. So then on, so it, it was almost like a giant middle finger to those who didn't like this playoff system because it worked out. It was so entertaining, the, yes, the games yesterday. But then I think on top of it, I do think national title ratings will suffer because, guys, you guys can hate all day, but um, Washington is not a draw on a national level. They're just not. However, it does help for the playoff long term, and here's why. College football has operated – for a long time now with the idea that there's about 20 teams in it that could ever win it. And those teams are the gatekeepers of the sport. And Washington was never considered one of those 20 teams. So them getting to the national title game, I think actually kind so, of op so opens it creates more me. interest and exposure. It does. And by the way, okay. Okay. Now here's where this could go out the window. TCU was another one of those teams like Washington, and TCU got absolutely wrecked. But Dave, you and I knew that TCU had no business being in the playoff last year anyway, right? They didn't even have a right to go. That was the yes. most ridiculous. It, it, would anybody consider Washington on as bad as anywhere near TCU last year in terms of talent? I wouldn't. Um, I mean, they're, I, they're way better than TCU is what I mean. Yeah, no, I think Washington from 1 to 85. Now, if you want to have a conversation from 1 to 20, 1 to 20, then I think TCU was as talented. But if you if you want to start, well, let's say 1 to 15. But if you want to factor in depth and go 1 to 85, I would definitely take Washington's roster. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I could make an argument 1 to 12. I would take TCU's roster last year over the top 12 players that Washington had, right? I don't know. Not with Michael Penix at Washington. He's it's at least it's at least debatable. But to, to your point, 1 to 85, it's not close. Yeah, it's not close. And Washington, Michigan, I think I bet if, if you ask me right now, I have to bet everything on whether or not this game will be closer or, or more of a blowout than last year's Georgia TCU game. I'll bet everything it'll be closer, obviously. And what I, where I'm at with that is I think Washington TCU, I mean, Washington, Michigan, 
I think Washington is equipped to put up a fight against Michigan. Am I right? Do you think they're put, equipped to put up a fight? And yeah, I mean, I think they'll put up a fight. I think yeah. Michigan's going to win easily. I think Michigan wins too, but if Washington puts up a fight, that sends a signal kind of to the rest of college football, I think, the nation, because I think the reason that college football had an issue, I think a lot of – don't you think a lot of West Coast, Northwest people kind of tuned college football out years ago because they're just like, my team's never going to be good and never going to have a chance? And I think if they put a fight and with the 12-team playoff coming – you immediately capture interest for the 12-team playoff next year. That's lightning in a bottle. No, I agree. And I think the fact that the games were close was a big deal because mm-hmm. what's the one thing that people always said, well, the one's going to beat the 12 so bad it's not going to be – well, the one's not going to play the 12. They adjusted that. So then people wanted to say the five's going to beat the 12. It's not going to be fun. That's not the case now. You start looking if the five is a healthy Florida State with no opt-outs. Okay, let's say there's still the team left out. And they're playing, what would the 12 be? If you want to look at the... Well, this is the problem. The 12 would be SMU. It would be a blowout in Florida State's favor if they're fully healthy. They'd be playing SMU at home. Well, they can't all be close games. And also, then the next one would be Georgia would be six, and they'd be playing Liberty at home. So... You You know what my takeaway from the weekend of college football, and this is going to be way out of left field, New Georgia fans are going to absolutely love this, and Tennessee fans are going to be like, Dad, blame it, Dave. Why'd you have to say that? I'm just telling you, uh, Kirby Smart's a rare bird. He is a rare bird. There are not a lot of guys that coach as hard as him and that their players want to play hard for. They went and played hard in a meaningless bowl game. They played hard for him. Now, I think Josh Heupel has that going for him, too, that players want to play hard for him. I don't think that's ever been a question, but it's because he's kind of got that kumbaya feel. Kirby Smart is going to drive you to the point where you've exerted everything to be the best player you can be, and then you're going to give a little bit more because you love Kirby Smart. Plus, there was talk about him going to the Falcons. He's not going to the Falcons. He's a college coach. He played at Georgia. That, to me, was the takeaway of the weekend. And I know that may sound obscure to you, Caleb, but it was it was that Kirby Smart is more likely to be Nick Saban than he is Vince Dooley, which is, and I know Kirby's already won two championships, but, you know, make that brief run and go back down, Vince won one. He's more likely, if I had a pick, to be Nick Saban and knock on the door of seven or eight championships than just two. That's what I pulled away from the weekend. Obscure, I know, but that, that just stuck no, that's, to me. I, I think that's a great point. And something that stuck out to me about Kirby Smart, we've always made the joke that if your coach is well-respected by everybody else, he's probably not a good coach because people hate uh, good coaches that are a threat to them. But uh, Kirby Smart's the one exception to the rule. They, uh, you know, I got family in Tuscaloosa, you know, and I can tell you right now, nobody in Tuscaloosa dislikes Kirby Smart, even though he's, Oh, even though he got two national titles, one at Alabama's expense, there's a lot of respect for him there. And I think he is, it's almost like, I, I felt, I always felt like a coach with that level of respect couldn't win at a high level because they have, I, you don't want to say integrity, but they seem like two decent of guys. But Kirby Smart is reportedly a really just good guy. And I know he, he stayed in Alabama because of some reportedly some family ties and there was a family program there was a program that gene stallings had started there that i think helped him out uh for some family members and uh, don't quote me on that that this is um I've, I've heard this secondhand but i know that um he was very very well liked in alabama 
and he was very, very, very well liked by I think most SEC peers. And you don't usually see that by somebody this successful in football. They're usually hating. No, he he may be a great guy, but he's a fire and brimstone coach. You would agree with that, right? Right, exactly, exactly. And that's, mean, it, like, that's what's so like, rare, though. A lot of times, Nick Saban doesn't give a pregame speech. Everybody thinks pregame speeches are so important. A lot of times, he's like, All right, "Let's go out there and do what we're supposed to do, and uh, you know, take care of business." Because he's a CEO. Well, okay. Right. Kirby's the opposite. I mean, he's a fire and brimstone guy. He's getting on guys in practice. And so is Saban. But I just got the feeling that, and Kirby's talking about the long-term health of college football. He just kind of seemed to assume the mantle of being the dean of SEC coaches over the weekend, in my opinion. I know it's still Saban, but he just kind of seemed to get a little bit of that for when Saban walks away. And I think that's scary for Tennessee fans because, Needless to say, Kirby's pretty good. Yeah, and Kirby... And Travis it, says, I wish nothing but ill will on Kirby Smart and Georgia as a whole. You should. You're a Tennessee fan. I, I totally get that. That's just That was my takeaway as an objective journalist over well, the weekend. It, it, you know, it's... You see this with Kirby. I think Kirby genuinely cares about the sport of college football and where it's headed and the long-term health of the sport. Kind of reminded me of Peyton Manning, Dave. Did you ever notice, like, with Peyton Manning, he throughout his whole NFL career? Didn't it feel, yes, Peyton Manning wanted to win. He wanted to win championships. He wanted to be MVPs. But didn't Peyton Manning always give up the vibe that he always cared about the long-term health of the NFL? Like, he loved the NFL. He had a passion for the game more than he did his own legacy in the game. And... I kind of see that with Kirby Smart. I think he was genuine. Kirby Smart was not happy that his team won 63 to 3, could have won 80 to 3, and he wasn't happy that the game unfolded that way because he knew it was bad for the sport. I mean, he knew that straight up. No. Very good point. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a US based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.